Are you listening? Welcome to episode 64 of Running Matters. My name's Matt North. My co-host today is Paul Hadfield. How are you, mate? I am good. Nice to be here on a Wednesday evening. Yep. Sharing a beer. Yep. Good excuse for a beer, isn't it? Midweek. Yeah. Our special guest today is Matt Nayata. Did I pronounce that correct, Matt? Oh, geez. You're close. It's, uh, it's new to anyone's ever got it first go, so, you know, I'll take that. What's the, what's the background in that? Like, it's not normal, is it? Tell us. <laughs> Define normal. Yeah, no, I've got a bit of Italian in me, so my uh, my granddad is Italian, so I've inherited that one. There you go. That explains everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, I'd like to thank our partners, Ranella, Sydney Brewery, Goo Energy, Guy Me Allied Health, Base Camp Altitude, T8 Run, Precision Hydration, and, of course, Fractal Running Caps. Uh, we should also thank Jimmy Carroll for doing the editing behind the scenes. So, mate, um, you launched your new range just yesterday. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, mate, it's um, a pretty exciting day for us. It's you know, given everything that's going on in the world at the moment, it's been uh, you know, I think we placed the order for for these goods in early January, and you know, we've only just seen them come through now. So it's um, it's been you know, it's been a relief to have that arrive. And yeah, we launched that last night. Um, so we got like four four new caps, um, some different colorways there, and you know heading into winter, um, we're pretty stoked to bring out um, just a whole new reflective element on the you know, on the sides of the caps. So um, late night commutes and things like that, running on the trails at night, and just a bit more reflective um, going on there. So really, really hoping that you know appeals to different people. And um, yeah, last night uh, I think you know we had one of our best days ever. Um, just continuing to surprise us, uh, the support locally and, and you know abroad now even it, it blows our minds. So um, you know, good things to come, and um, yeah, we're we're busy, which is a good thing. And you're branching out to Buffs, mate. Did I see that? <laughs> yeah, it's um, you know it's been two years now since we've launched, and you know we like, we get asked every day, you know what's what's next? When are you bringing out visors? When are you bringing out shirts? And this, that, and the other, and um, we're pretty picky with, you know, we don't, I don't want to just chuck the, the brand on anything. Um, and I think the key to our success has been to go, go slow. Um, and yeah, we chose, we chose buffs as our next sort of, um, our piece. We, we, we're defining them as like a multi-use product, trying to avoid the word buff, but, um, yeah, just so versatile and, um, you know, we've got a big trail following and, you know, just cyclists, you know, they appeal to a lot of people and, um, we're pretty, we're pretty pumped with how they've turned out and, um, so far, so good. That's cool. What do they have? You got one color? Have you got a couple of colors? They coming? Yeah, got, got four colors. Um, they've all got their special names: um, Florence and Ho- uh, Hotham, and they're sort of a name named after different places. So we try and theme it a little bit and tie the whole collection in together. So um, everything we bring out sort of got a backstory and and stuff like that. So yeah, four four um, colorways in the in the multi use band. So. Um, to start somewhere and yeah we'll see see what happens i'm pumped to get into a uh, headband mate love uh love them through winter keep my spectacles intact <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, I was just commuting to work this morning on the bike and i you know chucked it under the helmet and oh yeah it's a godsend warm me oh, starting to get a little bit cold up in queensland mate yeah i think we got down to about 20 up here mate so 
pretty 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 chilly. <laughs> pretty chilly for us folks. Yeah. What about you guys? What's it down there at the moment? Mate, it was it was a pretty nippy twelve degrees this morning. I don't know about the rest of the day I've been stuck inside. What about you, Wolf? Yeah. Coolish. Yeah. Yeah. The buff the buff will come in handy, mate. Some of us don't have as much hair as some spoiled people. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've got a full salad, put it that way. No. There's a few on the way, so keep you keep your eyes out. The fractal hat seems to work well with the lack of salad though. It looks good on you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you hide the hide the half salad with the caps. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh um, what cap sales are going through the roof with all these video calls and everything at the moment? It's uh Everyone's hiding whatever they've got under there on these video calls. It's good. Of course. Yeah. Market. Yeah. Remember yeah. our discount code, Running Matters. Do you know the yep. discount code? It's Running Matters, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> okay. it's just yeah. Running Matters. Okay. Yep, it's easy as that, Running Matters. Yeah. yeah, and you get a 15% discount at Fractal. So that's good. So, yeah. Matt, um, I know we had a little competition about it earlier, but can you explain to us the meaning behind Fractal in the first place? Yeah, it's um, it's a it's, it's a bit of a weird one, I suppose. Um, I've got a bit of a math background and all that sort of thing, so I sat down one day and um, uh, there's there's such a thing as a fractal pattern. Um, fractal spelt with an A at the end, and I, I really like the idea. It's sort of a a um, reoccurring pattern um, in nature, so you can relate it to, to trees and just flowers and mountains and rivers and there's an endless amount. Um, and I just found that really strongly relates to a lot of things in the running scene and um, that with sort of one idea that there's infinite possibilities and um, went to lodge, um, create a business and um, buy the domain, but the fractal with an, uh, an A was taken. So I had to take the A out and put the E in the end there and... Um, Sort of twisted it so we got fractal but it um sort of originated from that mathematical term and um just find it really really applies to a lot of different things in the running world and um yeah it's it's got a cool story then when people ask you actually got something to you know tell them so yeah something a bit different it makes it uh, makes me sound like a bit of a genius when i tell people what it means too i like that yeah, I find it easy. If we go to an event or something, I try and have it written down on a sign. It's just such a mouthful to get out, so I find it that's the easiest way. <laughs> I, I won't remember it, but I will direct people to your website. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, still on there. <laughs> so, uh, mate, you're living on the Sunshine Coast and uh, you're doing a fair bit of running. You've got a few niggles at the moment. What's going on? Oh, man, um, can't seem to get to the bottom of it at the moment. It's ever since, um, was it May, this time last year, did the UTA 50 up all down there in the Blue Mountains. And um, I don't think I was perfectly in shape. Well, I don't think the body was right in the in the lead-up and, and running that event. I, I think it sort of took its toll. It might have been the last straw. And um, the combination of, you know, getting getting married, having, having a son, um, business going really well, I just haven't found that drive to, to to log consistent hard training um so i've sort of just taken a back foot um back foot and um just enjoying it for the for you know just the smaller runs and more social aspect of it all and it's actually been quite refreshing um letting the body do its thing and and not not push so you know every day going out there trying to hammer a session then hit those times so just um yeah seeing seeing running in a different light and um i'm just I'm, i guess i'm feeding the addiction through through the business and um, you know chatting to so many people 
in the, in the industry, it's sort of um, replacing that day-to-day actual pounding the pavement. So, yeah, it's an interesting way to look at it. Uh, and how did you get into the, the running game in the first place, Matt? Um, well, sort of like, I don't know, it's sort of a bit of a natural thing through school and, and um, you know, I ran, you know, went through all the cross countries and did quite well at those and, um, yeah, one thing led to another and then, you know, got out of school and um, I was playing, you know, playing soccer and running, you know, training a few, like, well, every day of the week and um, got to uni, got out of school, went to uni and uh, sort of priorities shifted and, you know, started drinking beer and, going out and you know bits and pieces so the running definitely went on the back burner uh, I think it was probably you know a good five or six years I didn't didn't ever lace up um, had a grand plan to run the bridge to Brisbane in uh, up in Brizzy I think it was a 12k and I thought that was a bloody marathon back then um, never made it didn't even didn't even register um, and then yeah sort of um, finished uni and uh, found out um, I was really struggling with some with some vision and um, with my soccer training at night specifically, I sort of got to a point where I, um, you know, wasn't wasn't seeing too well in the night games and, and driving. So, um, yeah, sort of a long story short, got my eyes checked out and um, got diagnosed with um, retinitis pigmentosa. Um, so I literally walked into the ophthalmologist and he he um, ran a few tests and, and said, you won't be driving home and you won't be driving ever again. And um, from you know that was 2011. And yeah, sort of, it was a bit of a bit of a knock, and so quickly had to find a way to get around. Um, so that you know, I had, had, had a partner at the time was really helpful, and just um, you know, bought a bike, started riding, and it, one thing led to another, and I was you know back running again, even just you know running to the shops, running to work. It's only six k up the road, and um, yeah, sort of got back into running that way. Um, funny, funny how it works. You've done uh, and you've done pretty well out of it. You've um, you've done the Gold Coast Marathon twice, and was it mm. was it 2017 where you where you broke three hours? Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah, I had grand plan to do it in 2016 with a mate, and um, I'm sure we've all done it. Went out 100 mile an hour at 240 pace, and um, felt felt a million bucks. And I think I hit that 26. I'll never forget it. 26k mark. Um, just completely hit the wall. Um, stumbled, you know, like it was just hobbling along, thinking this is this is it. But there's no way I was, you know, pulling the pin. But managed to hobble over the line in 3:12 that day, and and um, was pretty disappointed. You know, spent you know what it's like three or four months block um, training up for that with that one goal and, and not hitting it. Um, so that was disappointing. So yeah, bounced back the next year, had another crack, and um, with a bit more experience. And um, sat on a more manageable pace, and yeah, it came in two fifty four ish or something like that. So um, that was that's probably probably my most memorable road race, anyway. Yeah, it's, mate, that's a congratulations. It's a pretty smart time. Bloody nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, one of those. I guess it's the you know that benchmark, isn't it, for a lot of people? Um, and it's you know you, you, you're not elite by any means. It's just. You know, I feel like you know I was able to call myself a runner. I felt like I'd really accomplished something, and yeah, pretty pretty proud to tick that one off. <laughs> I can't wait to call myself a runner. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, different, different different means something different for everyone. But that's in my head. That's sort of you know what it meant to me. Oh no, I totally agree with you. That's good, mate. Can I just go back to the um the retinitis 
diagnosis. Um, mm. How did you take that initial sort of, um, I guess, inability to drive and the, and the practicalities there? Like, I guess mentally that's a, that's a pretty tough pill to swallow. Yeah, mate. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I don't really show too many emotions and um, try and block a lot of it out. And I still, to this day, don't think about it very often unless someone sort of brings it up. Um, you know, they told me um, that I'd be blind at 30, and I just had my 30th birthday a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, you know, still, still here, still seeing. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's a big thumbs up for me. And yeah, it was. I sort of find I I bury myself in different tasks and. You know, got really into the running and, and, and just different things in my life and sort of just saw it in a whole different light and tried to, you know, flip it on a positive. And to be honest, from that day, I've achieved a hell of a lot more than I ever thought I would have prior. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been for the better. I And, you know, the, it's so unknown. There's no cure at this point. There's no, no you know, no one can say this is what's going to happen. So um, just one day at a time and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing because I'm having a bloody good time. Oh, man, that's unreal. Such a great positive attitude to, towards it. Mm. Um, how, like, I guess practically, how do you how do you handle the, the trail running? I know you, you got through UTA 50 last year. How, how does it go out there? Yeah, yeah really good point. Um, the trail running, as much as I love it, it's definitely the more technical it becomes, the harder it's it, it became um so uta 50 for example i'd never run the blueies before and had no idea what i was in for um and yeah hit some of the more technical parts and you know even the stairs for example or just you know stepping over rocks and things like that i'd go from you know running to just you know being super cautious where i'm because it's all peripheral vision based and i can't can't see ahead of time basically and um and yeah people flying past me that i'm just tiptoeing along and really Lost a lot of time in those spots, but um, you know, trying to make it back on the flats. But it's uh, yeah, it's you know, I, I know what I can and can't see to a degree, so I just got to account for it and and um, yeah, be a bit more cautious. For sure, and so it's it sounds like the road running might be the future there, mate. Ticking off some more sub three hour marathons. <laughs> well, you, you never know. Yeah, like it's it's obviously the safer route. Um, you know, there's no there's no lumps and bumps on a fresh bit of tarmac, so. Uh, maybe yeah. Even if you know we've got a blindfold on or whatever it is, if, I'd love to pace someone um, with a blindfold on me for a three-hour marathon. What you know, that's sort of the dream. So um, that I reckon that'd be pretty rewarding. Mate, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, um, so Fractel, it's sort of it's it's made a um a, a debut internationally. How did um how did that growth happen overseas? And and tell us about um, launching in the UK. Yeah, it's um I don't know like uh we've it's taken us two years to build up a bit of a reputation here in Australia and um, just through you know local communities and people like yourself getting behind us and um, we had this sort of opportunity. Someone approached us over in the UK um at the start of the year and we um we put a few things together and had a think about it and thought yeah it's going to be slow um it, we don't know anyone over there um we don't know the running groups it's not like you know i can walk up to the local running store and say hey i've got a got a product would you guys mind chuck it on the shelves or and something like that it's literally something from scratch and um yeah it's been going really well to be honest i think i think having the two years behind us here people were 
you know, um, that they're seeing what we're achieving over here in the community we're building and we're just trying to replicate that over there in the UK. And, you know, it's a massive running scene as well in the cities and, and even abroad through Europe, which is, you know, where we'd love to extend the reach to. And, you know, the, the trail running scene over there is massive. So um, good excuse to go for a holiday when, when, the, when we're allowed to um, get over there and check it out. So, yeah, no, it's been, been, been exciting. Haven't even touched the side yet and I feel like there's, uh, there's plenty more to come. Oh, mate, it's unreal. Congratulations on getting it launched over there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. And speaking of walking into shops, so uh, Sean at is stocking your your, your caps, yep. I believe, and your range, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Sean. He's taking us on, which is great. Yep. I, I actually had a chat with Sean. We might go down to him now at Ranella. Sean, we're down at Ronella. How are you going? Great, thanks, Matt. Nice. Welcome. To, thank you very much. Nice to uh, be back down in the store. Um, mate, we're going to talk about the Challenger, the Hockart Challenger. Challenger ATR5 now. Yep. So, yeah, it's in its, like, obviously, fifth season. Um, and it's probably one of our most popular Hocker trail shoes that we're, we are selling in the range of, of Hockers. It's a fast and light trail shoe weighing 266 grams. Um, it's got 29 millimeter heel um, cushioning in the rear and 24 in the forefoot. So you've been wearing the Torrent, so it's a little bit more, the stack height's a little bit higher off the ground than um, the Torrent, so a little bit more cushioning there. Five mil drop um, as per a lot of the, the Hocker range. But yeah, it's it's a it's had a really good update um, from the Challenger ATR4, wow. um, and that being the outer sole um, isn't as aggressive, um, and they've actually the four millimeter lugs um, for good grip um, on all types of terrain, and as well the the actual lugs are wider spread um, throughout the bottom of the shoe, so they're not as aggressive. So this has become more of a hybrid shoe. So a lot of people are getting a bit of road running on the shoe and it's not tearing the lugs um so yeah it's 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 a really had a really good update of the challenger atr4 we did have a few come back because the lugs were a bit aggressive um they were ripping off the outer sole but no problems with this one so yeah it's um certainly it's a winner um it's gives great shock absorption obviously with that that stack how have you felt that going from the running in the torrent to this yeah i find it um i like the cushion so I, look i find it more comfortable than the torrent so probably just that extra stack height um so i'm, I'm really loving it particularly i said to you i wanted a shoe that i can wear on the trails and the road and it's probably about a 50-50 for me with road running and trail running. Yep. So, yeah, I feel comfortable doing both in them and, um, yeah, very comfortable. Yeah, shooting. and that, that's what we're finding. When people are coming in now going, oh, I'm doing a bit of road and trail, um, that's sort of the go-to shoe. Um, the, the, as I said, the outer sole change has been a, a winner for me um, with, with sales and a lot. The feedback's been fantastic. Where as well the feedback of the wear is is just as good as ever um so people are getting a lot of k's out of them um also there's a reinforcement in the toe um over the toe, toe box so the toes aren't coming through obviously the mesh um in the upper which is not a nice breathable upper as well yeah so it's 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 a for me it's it's if you want a light versatile trail and road shoe 
Challenger ATR is um, is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super happy with it. Um, tell us about the store. You guys are operating business as usual. Yeah, business as usual now. Obviously, getting through um, a lot of the restrictions, which has been good. It's been fantastic. Everyone's support uh, has been over the moon. Uh, Jen and I have just been yeah blown away by how many people have, have come down and still supported. Uh, or taking the opportunity for the home delivery um, where they've rung up, we've done the transaction over the phone, I've delivered it or we can post free anywhere in Australia. Okay. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's got us through and it's, 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 it's blown us away by, by everyone's support. So thank you, everyone out there who's, uh, who's listening, yeah. Excellent, awesome. Well... And the opening hours as well, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah nine to five, Monday to Saturday and Sunday, nine to three. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff, mate. Well, thanks for your time. Appreciate the no problem. Uh, appreciate the update, and um, we'll, we'll chat again soon. And we're back. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, mate. Always good to chat to. Good shoe review. Appreciate that, Sean. Mate, you seem to have a little bit of a link going now with the, uh, you know, the, the shy. Got, I've seen on your Instagram page a few of your uh, your models out there might be shy based. What's going on there? Oh yeah. I don't know what, what's going on there. We um, we sort of seem to migrate our photo shoots. You know, we've started up here. We're, we're heading heading down further your way, and I think we've ended up in the Shire. And there's a there's a good bunch of boys, lads, and girls there. Um, and yeah, they've all been super keen to jump in, and um, we're happy to support them as well. And just the running culture, I feel down that way is just is, is pumping at the moment. And you know, run clubs popping up everywhere. And uh, especially with what's going on, people there's more and more people turning to running as well, and um, just being able to get outside is is so key. And um, yeah, I don't know, there's, it's just such a good bunch of people, and um, yeah, they're happy to jump in front of the camera. That's fine by me. Oh yeah, so a little shout out to Adam Sharpy Sharp, friend of the show, looking very very sharp indeed in the Merlot edition. Last time I saw. Oh. I think we got a we got a fresh upload on on Instagram today, and I think I think he was the star of the show. Is that right? Love the camera I hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's done well. <laughs> uh, that was your chance to throw him under the bus. You did well, mate. Hey, uh, <laughs> another shout out to Pat Mosley. He actually put me on to you and uh, Fractel. So uh, Pat's uh, oh, he was an, he was an early adopter. Yeah. Oh, he's. I think he's been our. Um, he's been there since day dot, and um, continues to, you know, support us and, and put us in touch with people. And you know, he's always grabbing the latest of our our range. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's awesome to have people like that just believe in us. And you know, I've never never actually met the guy. Um, you know, can't wait to get down your way one day and have a beer and and just and say thanks to people like that that are getting behind us. You should um you should organise a weekend, mate. Come down and stay with us. We'll take you out yeah. on local local runs, and of course in- introduce you to the locals, and we'll have a few beers and maybe Sydney Brewery. Go to Sydney Brewery. Oh yeah, uh, I'm all, all, all for that. Just got to um, I'll get the get the uh, the okay from the better half, and um, I'll be straight down there. We'll, we'll have a chat tomorrow. Yeah. Mate, um, you, you, you've got uh, tattooed on the on the hats. So I guess that's a technical term, or maybe embroidered. I guess. Um, why? Why, yeah, <laughs> why we run? Um, what, what's the significance there, mate? Yeah. Once again, that was um, not to do with my um, you know my condition and 
and realising that playing on a sec, you know, knocking knocking times out is, is great. But I think running for me, and I think a lot of other people goes a lot deeper than just just beating the clock. Uh, sort of just tried to analyse that and come up with a bit of a slogan as to you know um, a bit for the brand and just what we sort of represent and yeah, just the why behind why we do what we do and why we run. I think is just it's critical and so different for everyone else. Um, you know, we all have our own reasons and uh, I think it's the process, like a very cliche, yes, but it really is that process and day-to-day ticking the boxes, you know, getting out there, you know, seeing your mates on the trail or like, um, just knocking knocking out a, a long run and then, you know, it's the, it's the drink afterwards with the guys and whatever it is, like there's so many different reasons why we run um, and I just, I just felt compelled to include that and make it part of our brand and, and throw it on each, the inside of each of our hats, I think. To me, is a is a pretty solid reminder each time I throw one on um, why why I do what I do. And and Wolf, why do you reckon you run that? Just to be my friends. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got no other motivation. Not running away. No. 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 <laughs> just. Uh, just, I tell you what, when you're not running, it, uh, it, it's catching up with me at the moment. I need to uh, start doing those long runs again. Are, are you uh, feeling the effects of having a small child living with you? Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if you can hear in the background. It's uh, it's that time of the night where they're going down, so I've managed to dodge that bullet tonight. <laughs> so it's only oh, all hands on deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, it's been great. Yeah, it's, um, it comes with its own challenges, but um, once again, makes it, makes those other things really rewarding. So, yeah, loving it. Oh, very good. Very good. And mate, we've got a, um, a couple of other friends of the show that you've taken on as athletic ambassadors, Scotty Hawker and Scotty Richmond. Um, how did you get in contact with those guys? Yeah, once again, like it's, it's, things just seem to fall into place. Like we got onto Scoot. Um, I messaged Scotty Richmond um, you know, probably this time last year, uh, not long after his UCA. And um, just said, oh, look, you know, love what you're doing. Would you like to come on board and we can help you out? And, um, yeah, build a relationship with him. And uh, he's a quality guy. And um, he is obviously, I had no idea, but he was quite good mates with Scotty Hawker, turned out. And um, he put us in touch with him. And, um, yeah, after a few few chats with um, Scotty in New Zealand, um, managed to secure him as, you know, our, our, our professional athlete on, on board. So um, it's been great. He's you know, he's a picky guy when it comes to his product, obviously, with his, you know, we've all seen his results at UTMB and, and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, to be able to work with someone like that and, and, and build, you know, products into the future around what he knows works well for him, but also a lot of other people out there is pretty exciting. Yeah, mate, he's a, he's a well, they're both quality runners. Um, both, yeah. Do, do you have uh, anyone else on, on board in, in that sort of league? Um. Oh no, not in the league of um, Scotty Hawker. Um, he's, he's the he's the top dog there. But um, you know we we you know we're not looking to um, you know necessarily get behind the best of the best and stuff like that. We've we, we've tried to build a community of of just the everyday runners and and um, yeah, just a mix a real mixed bag. And uh, it's not about you know we're not trying to put a hat on the the fastest person out there or or anything like that. It's you know it's, we're 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 picky. But um, yeah, it's not not necessarily about being the, on the top step. It's um, we got a, we got a good good network of people. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's 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 awesome. I, I definitely get that community vibe out of the Fractal brand. How, how do you try to push that community idea? Yeah, like 
we sort of just like we just the other day with all that's going on, partnered up with Scotty Richmond, who's you know shout out to him and his in his graphic design business. He's, a, he's excellent at what he does, and he created a um, a virtual run logo for us. And you know we just we linked up with a few people down your way. We linked up with like the, the Sydney Trail Sisters and a few other people that sort of we um, put together like a series of virtual events, um, some yoga and some um, body weight exercises and a few running challenges. And um, yeah, just little things like that. Um, just trying to keep keep people out there, keep moving. And if once these once this virus uh, disappears, we'll we also like to go to different cities. We did we've done Brisbane and we've done Sydney um, last year, where we try and host a bit of a you know, free social event and and just connect with a few run clubs down there and get them to show us around, but also bring a few run clubs together that wouldn't normally run together. So that's something we want to really implement in the next year or two. Is um, yeah, just sort of travelling the country, you know, once every few months, go to a new new hub and um, connect with local runners. That's good. That's what it's all about, I guess. And, and then mm-hmm. them off against each other in a death race. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mate, um, I, I noticed that you give 1% of all your sales. Uh, it's a 1% for the planet system. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's um, you know in this day and age, everyone's looking to be more sustainable, and 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 it's a bit of a buzzword to be honest. But it's pretty pretty crucial with with especially in the fashion industry. And um, you know we're we're a baby brand in the grand scheme of things, and ideally we'd like to be making our products. You know, don't want to get too technical, but out of you know recycled polyester and then that side of stuff. But the reality of that at the moment is. is a bit far off the you know the minimum orders for these things is massive unfortunately and it's quite expensive um so we figured the least we could do at the moment is is join this one percent movement um patagonia one of the the founder of patagonia sort of in behind that and um yeah we just it's something that we can afford to do and um yeah like we just donated like we launched a hat at the start of the year and um, sold out in one night and all 100 percent of the proceeds all went to the the wires bush life uh bushfires appeal um for the for the wildlife and um yeah like little things like that is where we're going to be able to put that one percent and um yeah and just help out where we can and um, hopefully as we grow we can you know continue to be a bit more sustainable in other ways oh mate that's that's really admirable really great and um have, have you got uh this co-owner another matt that works with you at fractal is that correct oh yeah i wish i wish his name wasn't matt it's uh Sure, that makes it uh, very confusing. Everyone gets us mixed up, but um, he's he's Matt with one T. Uh, oh, he's a South African. Uh, yep. So, he's, um, so he, has he uh, convinced you to go over to Comrades Marathon? He seems pretty passionate about that one. Oh yeah, um, he, he's he's tried twisting my arm. I think um, yeah, it, it, it give me a couple of years to build up to that sort of thing again. But he's he's done it before, and um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I think it's you know, one of the races around the world that, you know, it's got to be on the bucket list for a lot of people, um, the atmosphere and, the, you know, it's pretty pretty full on by the sound. So, yeah, one day, you never know, I'd like to get over there, but, um, yeah, we'll see. Unreal. Should we go to a uh, listener question? Yeah. Just come in, the florist. It's got a question about uh, your your new gear that's come out. Uh, are there are there does it come in a, a floral arrangement patterns and or fluoro? Um, 
there's no floral. That's uh, it's, uh, on the uh, drawing board for spring. Which you know, what are we looking forward to? Three months ahead there, so uh-huh. uh, it's on it's on the cards. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've got some fluoro in the mix. We got the uh, got the carabine cap that's just come out. It's it's got some fluoro side panels there. So yeah, we try and we try and mix it up with neutral stuff and something a little bit out there because we know everyone's got their own taste. Perfect. I think he might go the caravan. Yeah. He's got that vibe about him. Yeah. No, yeah, not shy of a rum either. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. <laughs> I, I was reading through your Instagram page through the week and, and you guys have got a pretty extensive blog going on there. Who who does the um who does the copy there? Is that you? Oh yeah, I, I manage all the social um social Side of things, I suppose, and being a small business, you find yourself managing most aspects of the business. But um, yeah, it's one of the things that I started from day one, and um, was super keen to, to you know share other people's stories. And it was all like it's all very much around that why we run, and um, being a great way to. That's how I've met you know ninety percent of the people in the in the game. So um, yeah, we've I think we're up to I don't know seventy or just as many blog posts as you guys have launched episodes, something like that. So yeah, it continues to grow and. Pretty cool. You might be ahead of us by about eight, I reckon. I reckon yeah. you might have us covered. How do you come in contact with these guys? There's a pretty diverse bunch of humans on the blog there. Yeah, there is, yeah. That's um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, but uh, sort of just through um, social media, through Instagram um, or um, you know LinkedIn or just networking. So um, someone will recommend someone, and I'll you know I'll reach out and say, hey, would you be interested in putting a few words together for the blog? Um, you know, and, and everyone seems pretty keen to, to share a bit about themselves and, um, yeah, just try and, and vary, you know, try and vary the, the topics that they're sort of touching on, whether they're, you know, you know, might be touching on some nutrition stuff or, you know, more performance side of things, or if it's just a generic, you know, um, run of the, um, just a race report or something like that. So yeah, just a bit of a, bit of a mix. Um, we haven't quite got to the podcast um, people sort of asking, oh, when are you going to turn this into a bit of a podcast? And um, but no, I'll leave that leave that for the experts, and we'll just stick to the online blog for the time being. Yeah, good call, mate. Good yeah. call. There's too many podcasts out there anyway, mate. Yeah, we would. Yeah. You don't do podcasts. Good deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's part of our uh, partnership, I think, isn't it? I'm going to put forward the name Matt the Wolfman North for your next blog. That is a diverse and rich Pandora's box of psychology you could delve into. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we're looking for. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll bring some friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'll line you up. I'll, I'll, I'll flick you an email after this and we'll get the ball rolling. Okay. Yes. yes. We can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure I'm on a soft couch. Yeah. In my Hey, um, Maddie, it's been great chatting to you. We're going to wrap up and um, I'm excited to um, try some of the, the, the new range. So um, we'll, be in, we'll be in touch. And, yep. um, yeah, mate, take take care. I hope those uh, niggles go away and you're back running soon. I'll get you out the shy for a run. Yeah, come down for a weekend. Yeah, no, I'll let you know. I'll be in touch and I'm super keen to get down there. So, yeah, we'll lock it in. Nice one, mate. And so, if people want to find you're on you're on the socials. You've got an Insta page, you've got a Facebook page, you've got a website. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, so socials, so Facebook and Instagram. We're just at uh, Fractal Running. 
Um, and then for our websites, just um, www.fractal.com.au and um, .co.uk for the guys in the northern hemisphere. Nice one. And our listeners can use the Running Matters discount code to get 15% off. Yeah, that's it. Yep, feel free. Jump on and support local. Great hats, mate. Can't support them enough. Thanks, boys. Yeah, it's been thanks. Thanks to you guys. Um, you know, you, I think we've been working sort of together for the last year now, or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's cool to see everyone sort of moving forward, and hopefully, plenty more to come. Yeah, bloody good stuff, mate. All right, signing out. Um, and I might just leave the listeners with a, a little chat from Abby at Precision Hydration. Right. Okay, take care, Maddie. Do it, you guys too. Thanks, guys. See you, thanks, mate. Bye, bye. Okay, so we're with Abby Coleman from Precision Hydration. How are you, Abby? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. So I've got a couple of um, stacked questions here. How many how many coffees have you had this morning? I've had two coffees. All right. We're Should we? Tired. You'll handle this fine then. So what what we wanted to talk about was how pH fits in with your uh, wider nutrition plan. So what I want to know is what your body actually needs during different exercise time frames or different events. So if we break down events into three categories, say you've got a short category, say an event that goes for an hour and a half, then you might have a medium to long event that goes between an hour and a half and four hours. And then you've got ultra events, which are generally more than four hours. So can you give us a bit of an overview of what, um, what you think we should be having before starting, then during, and no pressure, you've got nine minutes. I'll try and do my best. Give me the signal when I'm getting close. So I'd say for any length competition, you know, whatever activity you're doing, when you're exercising for a prolonged period of time, you want to make sure that you're starting well-fueled and well-hydrated. So going in loaded up with fluids, electrolytes, and carbohydrates, simply. On fueling, that means, you know, eat your usual pre-race meal. Most athletes know what they like. They're pretty happy with that. Plenty of carbs. On hydration, preloading with a high sodium-containing electrolyte drink, possibly the night before if it's something on the longer side. You know, if you're getting into that moderate long competition, then you'd perhaps want to do that. But even for the shorter ones, something beforehand two hours, 90 minutes, hour beforehand, be sipping on some sodium-containing fluid. You know, we would say a, a pH 1500, but there are other options out there. For a short event, anything up to 90 minutes, then you may not need to take an awful lot during that, that competition, but that is quite a strong may. Um, by all means, absolutely listen to what your body is telling you have a drink with you if you're thirsty you want to be able to quench that thirst and there is a, the idea of this carb mouth rinsing as well that could be beneficial um perhaps a topic for another conversation because i've probably on about seven minutes now um but you may want to take a small amount of carb some fluids and potentially some some salt in there somewhere as well but really you're better off recovering properly you know, have some fluids and some uh, fuel quickly after finishing, you'll most likely be fine. As you step up into that kind of 
moderate to long. So we're talking anything over 90 minutes up to around four hours, like you said, Matt. Then your your needs are starting to become more necessary because you're going to be inducing this kind of deficit whereby your performance is going to suffer if you don't do anything about it. And that's with regards to all three of those things. When it comes to how much fuel, the standard kind of quoted amount is around 60 grams of carb per hour. Um, that will differ depending on body size um, and, and your needs. You know, how hard are you going? If you're really gunning for it and you're a big human, you, then you might be up to 90 grams. But that's kind of, again, a, a topic that you perhaps want to expand a little bit more on. Um, definitely, you need to trial and error that do some gut testing it it won't suit everyone and if you're a really small female or a really small male then somewhere lower down you know 40 grams of carb may be more than enough for you so there's quite a big range there 60 is that commonly quoted one but go and do some trial and erroring keep records what do you feel best on look at your performance outputs what works for you when it comes to where you might be getting them kind of carb sources gels chews bars easily accessible things possibly real foods as you get onto the longer side there but maybe not um you sort of it in that period of time where you're not getting too sick of these really sugary um gooey kind of food supplements almost really but as you get into that ultra distance that's maybe when you want to be moving onto them real foods because sometimes you just crave you know to chew something and your stomach is just hungry it wants some proper food and possibly your pace is slower so you have that greater kind of room for the stomach to digest proper foods um going back to moderate to long events on the hydration you absolutely want to be thinking about maintaining your your fluid and, and your sodium losses there um for how much that's again not a super easy question because it it varies from person to person we would encourage a lot of our athletes that we work with to go and do a bit of sweat rate testing in a number of different conditions um different scenarios and see what your sweat rate is like so how much fluid are you needing and that can be really useful to then figure out how much you need and and quite what you need to drink in terms of fluid and sodium um but you're looking at a kind of a normal fluid intake is anywhere between half a litre up to a litre per hour. It will vary on the conditions. If it's a hotter day, you'll naturally drink more. If it's a cooler day, again, there's some kind of gut training in there to some degree to reach them higher levels. For some people, a small human, a litre per hour is a lot of fluid for them to drink and you might experience some sloshing but for a bigger person that's like a normal intake so there's room there and again the sweat testing the sweat rate testing is a guide use it as a ballpark and then go and do some trial and error the sodium how much sodium you need that's kind of where we come in and fill that gap we've got our online tests that puts you along a continuum and gives an insight into whether you're a salty sweater or not so salty and what your your needs might be we've also got the advanced test if a person really wanted to pinpoint what they lose and, and take it to the next step really um but some kind of you know intake of all them three them three levers is, is really important 
Um, Matt, you're smiling at me. I have no idea how much time I've got left, but I'll quickly mention the ultras. As you get into that sort of beyond four-hour stage, it only becomes more important. You, you're sweating for you know hour upon hour, so any deficit you create in day in hour one is going to get bigger. Hour two, hour three, hour four, hour five, and the further you know, the longer you go on for potentially the closer you get to crossing this threshold line where you're going to experience real problems if you're not doing anything to proactively stay on top of them them needs so being really on it having a strategy having a plan and having the confidence though to then act on the fly as you're exercising and intelligently maneuver them three levers listening to your body but using your experience and your trial and error so you have an idea of what you're going to need but on the day, you can listen to your body and confidently adjust because racing is dynamic. Every race is going to be different. So it's, it's, I'll try and wrap this up. I don't want to you know, seem like it's a cop-out answer, but you can never just tell people exactly what to take and when to take it. it it's unfortunately not that simple. They're asking or looking for a simple answer to a complex question. And simply put, it will depend on the person. Everyone is different. Everyone has different needs. One size does not fit all. But go and do lots of trial and erroring. Do some reading. Um, and then, you know, reach out to people like ourselves that can help with the hydration, coaches that can help with the fueling, perhaps. And then you can refine your strategy from there. How have I done that? You've done that really well. well. You, you've still got a minute to go, but just one coffee next time, please. <laughs> uh, no, um, so I think the, the you, you've really clarified it. It's uh, some really good sound advice. And you mentioned trial and error. So what the takeaway from that is, to me, basically, don't experiment with new things on race day. That, that's where it can all go wrong. So some really sound Absolutely. advice. Uh, we're going to talk about sweat tests next time I speak to you. But in the interim, if people want to have a look on the website, they can go to Precision Hydration and do a sweat test um, and get a get a guideline. And our listeners can also use the discount code Running Matters in capitals and the number fifteen to get a fifteen percent discount at the checkout. So, Abby, thanks so much for your time. We did it all in less than ten minutes. Great chatting with you, and we'll catch up again soon. Fantastic. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, man.